Lee Snyder here from numberball.com and I am excited to be with you today here on the Mayo Media Network to talk some soccer. I'm recording this on Sunday, February 14th, Valentine's Day, and I'm going to be talking about my one true love, that is Champions League soccer. That's right. It returns this Tuesday for the knockout stage and I can hear that beautiful theme music playing in my head right about now. So really looking forward to Champions League returning. And on Tuesday, we have a two-match slate on DraftKings, and we have some high-profile matchups here, as uh, you know, is the norm in the knockout stage. Barcelona is hosting PSG, and then in the other match, RB Leipzig is hosting Liverpool. I want to give you a quick uh, few news and notes here on both matches that I think are going to be important. Number one. Barcelona was the most possession-dominant team in the group stage, and they're facing a PSG team that are going to be without Neymar and without Di Maria. Those are the two most creative players for PSG, so I think what we're going to see here is a Barcelona team at home that dominates possession and chances, while PSG probably plays on the counter here. And the RB Leipzig and Liverpool game, So Liverpool are really in a funk right now. They've lost three straight games in the EPL, and uh, I wish I could reference a cool stat here, but I know that has not happened in a long, long time. So we've never seen Liverpool struggle like this, and now they have to go on the road and face an RB Leipzig team that is playing quite well in the Bundesliga. However, I will note that because of travel restrictions in Germany, This is not going to be a home game for Leipzig. This is going to be a neutral site game played in Hungary. So not quite the home field advantage that Leipzig would normally have. All right, let's go ahead and talk about some plays on this slate. I'm going to go through each position, give you one high-end play and one value play, and then talk about a couple bets at the end. So let's start at the forward position. And really, there's only one place to start. That's with the GOAT himself. Messi. So Messi comes in at 12.3K on this slate. And look, in group stage slates, when Messi was priced here, I think there was at least some merit to, you know, considering fading Messi and playing other guys because there were plenty of options. But we're looking at a two game slate here. Uh, You know, I treat these more like a showdown slate in terms of strategy. And there is simply no player on this slate that can match the combination of floor and upside that Messi brings. This is his last season at Barcelona, last run in the Champions League with them. So I don't think this guy is going to, you know, leave out anything. It's all going to be left on the field. And he's the most dominant player in the game and on this slate by a country mile. So Messi He's taking uh, a large share of set pieces for Barcelona. He takes their PKs. He's obviously their most creative force. He's going to have a ton of the ball in a game, I think, that Barcelona dominate possession. So Messi, for me, is a no-brainer, even at the 12.3K price tag. My next forward play is actually going to be another Barcelona player, and it's Pedri at 5.2K. So, again, On a two-game slate, there's not a ton of forward options, and Pedri is likely to be one of the cheaper starting forwards on this slate, and he's a home favorite, which we like. So Pedri's a young player. He got a few starts in the group stage, but he's become a regular starter in La Liga uh, of late, has been playing pretty well. His form has picked up, 
And he does take some set pieces typically when he's on the field, even with Messi. So that does raise his floor. And again, at 5.2K, playing for a home favorite uh, on this two-game slate, I think Pedri makes a lot of sense at that price tag. All right, let's move on to the midfield position. And I'm going to cheat here a little bit because the first midfielder I'm going to talk about is actually forward eligible as well. And that's Christopher Nkunku at 8.7K from RB Leipzig. So Nkunku, Nkunku, excuse me, that's a tough one to pronounce, is another player that is really unmatched on this slate in terms of his combination of floor and upside besides Messi, of course. But Nkunku is taking uh, 50% more or more of the set pieces for Leipzig. He's averaging over 13 DK floor points a game in the Bundesliga. And floor points is his points not including goals and assists. So that's a super reliable number right there. And he also plays in an advanced position in a match where I do think there are going to be some goals because uh, Liverpool have not looked great and particularly their defense has not looked great. So I think it's a great matchup for Nkunku. One of the safest plays on the slate, but he also brings upside. So if we're going to think about rostering players like Messi and Nkunku, it's going to eat up a lot of salary. So we're going to need to find value somewhere. And I think midfield is a great position to find some value at the low end. And there's a few players in the low 3K range that I think are viable here. But the one I'm going to talk about is Tyler Adams. Uh, an American player, actually, who plays for RB Leipzig. He's at 3.1K. And of late, due to some injuries, Adams has been playing as the uh, right wing back or midfielder for Leipzig. So he's playing opposite Angelino on the right wing. And 3.1K, we just we don't need a lot from a player at that price point. And this is the game where I think Leipzig are, you know, although it's a neutral site, they are the home team. I think they're going to be aggressive because that's their style and they're going to try to to press the issue and score goals. They will probably have quite a bit of possession even against Liverpool, who I think actually could play a bit more conservative here on the road. So I think that all bodes well for Adams uh, playing in this wide right position. He has put up six or more DK points in three of his last four starts. And at 3K, if we can get uh, 60 DK points or more. That's great. That's all we're asking. All right, let's move on to the defender position. So uh, if we're looking at midfielders versus defenders, the higher priced defenders, I think, are easily better plays than midfielders in the same price range. And there's two defenders that I'm looking at here. The first is Trent Alexander-Arnold from Liverpool. Yes, they are on the road and not playing great, but Alexander-Arnold is one of the most reliable daily fantasy options at the defender position. He takes right-sided corners for Liverpool, and although he started this season a little bit slow, we're seeing that old Alexander-Arnold that is crossing 10-plus times, and a lot of the Liverpool offense runs through him on that right side of the field. So that's what I expect here. And I am certainly going to be looking to roster Alexander-Arnold, who, by the way, averages over 12 DK floor points per game. So that's about double his salary already. Great production. 
The other defender I'm looking at is from the other side of the same game, and it's Angelino at 6.4K for RB Leipzig. Very similar player in that he splits corners for Leipzig with Nkunku. And although he is a defender technically, uh, at least in terms of positional eligibility, he plays as a left wing back, but really more of a left uh, winger. He's always in the other team's attacking third. He gets forward a ton, loves to cross from a wide position as well. And again, much like Alexander-Arnold, he's averaging over 12 DK floor points per game. So that's production we love to see for the 6K price tag. All right, finally, let's get to goalkeeper. Goalkeeper is the toughest position in daily fantasy soccer. Just a ton of variance at this position that we should be expecting. And on a slate where Barcelona is a slight favorite, um, but there are no huge favorites here. So at this point, I'm treating most of these games as pickums effectively. And for that reason, I lean towards not paying up a goalkeeper. And if we can't, uh, be sure about where uh, a win's going to come from or where a clean sheet bonus is going to come from, then I like to look at save volume as one of the more predictable statistics we can rely on at the goalkeeper position. And so that has me on Kaylor Navas from PSG at 4.6K. I will note that he is returning from injury and he's not 100% sure to start. So make sure to monitor that. If he does not start, then Sergio Rico would be his replacement. Uh, and you could just slot him in as dead. But assuming that Navas does start, the reason I like him is because in the group stage, he averaged three and a half saves per game while only conceding one goal. But more importantly, Barcelona uh, forced 5.3 saves per game in the group stage, which is a pretty incredible number. So I think the one thing we can be sure about with Navas is that he's going to have the opportunity to make a ton of saves we don't have to worry about whether he wins or gets a clean sheet, um, neither of which I think occur. But nonetheless, I think he's going to make enough saves where he can pay off his salary, regardless of whether PSG uh, can see goals or lose the match. So he would be my top goalkeeper play, at least in a cash or an optimal build. Uh, any of the four keepers are in play here for tournaments. All right, finally, let's talk a couple bets here. So I alluded to the fact that PSG are going to be without Neymar and Di Maria. Um, Neymar, one of the top five players in the world. So it's a huge loss for them. And Di Maria is also a very creative player for PSG. I think that leaves PSG in a very tough situation offensively. Now, they did have one of the best defenses in the Champions League last year, and that's what carried them to the Champions League final against Byron. But nonetheless... It's a depleted PSG side that are playing a Barcelona team that has won seven of its last eight matches and gets to play at home where they are very strong. I also alluded to earlier that this is Messi's last run at it with Barcelona in the Champions League. So I just don't see him losing uh, the first leg here at home. It's a great opportunity for Barcelona to pick up the win. So I'm on Barcelona here uh, currently at minus 104. Money line. The second bet I'm looking at is RB Leipzig and Liverpool 
over three and a half goals. The reason I like this bet is in the group stage, Leipzig were a very aggressive team. Uh, half of their games in the group stage saw four or more goals combined. And as I talked about, Liverpool are really struggling right now. They've lost three straight. They can still score, but their problem has really been in defense where they've looked quite shaky, especially against Leicester there in the second half over the weekend. So this is absolutely a game um, where I think we could see a lot of goals, especially if Leipzig come out and try to play aggressively, which is their typical style. So I do like that game going over three and a half goals. All right, guys, thanks for watching. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, DFS underscore advisor. You can also find me on YouTube, DFS advisor, and my in-depth soccer content covering Champions League and the English Premier League is at numberball.com. Good luck on this slate, guys. It should be a fun one, and I will see you again soon.